We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. So we've been looking at the one God uses. I want to drive from that point again today, that God needs you. God wants to use you. You are very important to God. You are part of God's end time evangelism. You are part of it. Now, this has been going on for over 2,000 years now. But you know what the Bible says? The things that you heard me say among many witnesses commit to faithful men who will what? Teach others. So we pass, this in, pass it on from generation to generation. Your nation needs you. Um, our salvation is about internal transformation. And we pray that that transformation starts with you. And then from there to your family, to your children. And then you raise godly children. And your children then begin to influence their friends. And then you go to work, you influence your friends, your families. You know, so it's, a, it's something. It's to bring the gospel of Jesus to life through your life. And so you are very, very important to God. And so the one, and so we'll start looking at last week that the one God uses must get rid of this three-letter word called sin. You have to. Um, a time comes in a man's life or in a woman's life, you, you really want to start looking at the things that are important. All right, so we dealt with the word sin last week, and we looked at, we looked at it, and we looked at uh, what the Bible says, you know, described as sin. And then we know what the Bible says about Jesus, that the Bible, he took on the sin of the world. And so, but today I want to talk about another four-letter word called self. If you, uh, the one God uses must learn to surrender, surrender sin and surrender self. You must surrender yourself. God wants you to surrender yourself, not just your sin, but you. God wants you to surrender yourself. If we look at, um, if we look at um, Genesis 22, verse 1, Genesis 22 from verse 1, you will see God gave us an insight as to the type of person, uh, the type of sacrifice he wanted. The Bible says, now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, he said, here I am. And then he says, then he said, now take your son, your only son, Isaac. Take your son, your only son. Isaac, whom you love. I know you love this boy. He's almost become like an idol to you. I want to take him to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on the mountains of which I shall tell you. And the Bible says it was a test. Will you sacrifice something important to you? And you know, many of us, we love ourselves very much. How I many we take time out to look good, take time out to dress good, take time out, you know, some people will never come out of their home without their makeup, you know what I mean, you know? So, I mean, you wake up and say, oh, my makeup, my makeup, my makeup, my makeup, my makeup. Some people will even take a selfie without their makeup, you know what I mean? Yeah. These days, you can't just take anybody's photograph, you know? You take a friend's photograph and don't have a makeup on, they can sue you. Um, we, we live, you know, we live, that's, and that's how, I mean, we are so self-absorbed. I mean, we worship self. Self is king. Self is gold. You know, you take a group photograph, for example, like my mentor said in one of his podcasts, take a group, group photograph. Who do you look, who do you look, when you pick up a group photograph, 
Who do you look up to see? Yourself. God help you. Maybe something is wrong with that photograph. You didn't quite pose right. You know, the smile didn't quite quite right. Or if it's like me, you know, the, the, the stomach didn't quite. Oh, he said, that photograph is not good. He said, but what's wrong with it? Look, everybody's nice. No, 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 it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I don't like that photograph. Self. The one God uses must learn to sacrifice self. And then we also know about Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus, if who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. He came, he paid the price. He sacrificed himself on the cross. Just so you and I can have the liberty and access to God. The one God uses must learn to sacrifice self. I want to charge you to sacrifice yourself. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, Romans 12, 1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers, I say, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. You present your body, yourself. You are the living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. He says, holy, acceptable to God. He says, it's only your reasonable service. That is, this is just the, the step one, preliminary. Help me tap your neighbor. Say, my neighbor. My neighbor. Say, you are a holy neighbor. No time. I say, my neighbor. My neighbor. You, are holy. you are holy. Praise the Lord. I say, present yourself as a living sacrifice. He says, I want to sacrifice yourself. The one God uses must sacrifice himself. The one God uses must do what? Sacrifice, sacrifice himself. So what exactly does that mean? I, I love the part two of it. Look at verse two. If you look at verse two. It says, do not, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's body, spirit, and soul. You sacrifice yourself. What does that mean in practical terms? To sacrifice your body. Let me take your legs, for example. We know you are free to do whatever you want to do. You are free to go wherever you want to go. But he's saying, sacrifice those legs. Opt not to go just anywhere. We should not find you in certain places. So when we say sacrifice, say present your body, living sacrifice. In other words, I have liberty to go, but I choose to sacrifice it. Your legs. We should not find you in certain quarters. Your legs. Yes, you have freedom to go, to do anything you want to do. But the one God uses sacrifices his legs. He doesn't show up anywhere. He doesn't just show up anywhere. You should not show up anywhere and everywhere because you have legs. You should not show up anywhere and everywhere 
because you have legs. Just because you can go, you go. There are so many places I would love to go. It's not criminal to go. But I have opted to sacrifice it. Your legs. Your hands, you can sacrifice it. We talk about the hand of friendship. The hand of fellowship. Everybody cannot be your friend. You sacrifice it. You can't constantly seek the approval of everybody. You can't afford to be on everybody's good books. You sacrifice it. You sacrifice it. We shake hands. In other words, we make agreement with our hands. They even call it gentleman's agreement. We shake hands over a matter and our integrity is staked on it without a pen. You can't afford to shake hands with everybody. Make agreement with everybody. Everybody is your friend and you want everybody to like you. Sacrifice it. Sacrifice it. Sacrifice it. The one that God uses cannot afford to be friends to everyone. You sacrifice it. Sacrifice it. About your tongue. Just because you can talk, then you talk. You know, you just talk. You gossip. Trash talk. Just talk. Say why? I say because I have a mouth. He sacrifice it. Sacrifice it. It's not everything in your heart, your mouth talks about. It's called discipline. You sacrifice it. Restraint. Restraint. I choose to be quiet. I choose. How did the Bible put it again in the Proverbs 8? He said, um, oh, um, Proverbs, eight, no, Proverbs chapter 9. Yeah, I, I, love, I love the way he put it. He said that, he said, well, basically I was saying, he said, do not, do not correct a contentious person. Huh? What is it? Yeah, yeah. He said, do not correct a, cont- a contentious person. Ah, oh, Say, do not correct a scoffer, lest he hates you. Thank you, guys. Say, rebuke, rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Say, when you are dealing with a scoffer, a scoffer, hold your peace. You can't be seen telling a foolish person how you feel about them. Say, hold your peace. Hold your peace. And then you talk too much. You talk so much that even your talk is now senseless. Because God has given you a tongue and a mouth to talk. He sacrifices it. Sacrifice it. 
and then you get angry. And then you just lash out. You sacrifice it. Parents lash out at their children, make deadly pronouncements over their kids. They say, because I was upset. You know, Satan doesn't go to some homes. No. Because that home has a father. And the home has a mother. Who are deputy demons. <laughs> Why should the devil come to a home? The father is there to abuse the children. Insult their kids. Well, so, uh, just walk by. Oh, sorry. I'm not required here. And walks on. As some parents, a kid does something wrong. And then they just... Ah, you, 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 this, you, that, you, this, you, that, you, this. For every you, this, you say, you are saying, I am, I am, I am. You dull head. You are saying, I'm a dull head. Of course you are. Because it takes one to know one. <laughs> you know, smart boy, you're a smart boy. Of course, you know in your heart, you're not a smart man. How else will you know that the kid is not smart? You know, Adam said, he said, oh, Lord, uh, God, we are naked. Ah. Who told you you are naked? Where have you been? Who have you been hanging around with? Sacrifice it. Restraint. 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 You sacrifice it. Self. The one God uses must know how to surrender himself. Willingly, you surrender it. I am very angry, but I choose not to respond at this time. I feel provoked right now, but I choose not to respond. Does it make you a weaker man? Just make you smarter, anointed, graced. Do you understand? So the fact that you can talk doesn't mean that you should just say everything in your heart. You exercise restraint. How about spouses? Hey, so they made you angry. And then you will say, make utterances. Negative, negative utterances that demons feed on. You then create a climate in the home that will require... <laughs> That will require only God to take care of. Because you lack the discipline of sacrifice. That's about your soul, your mind. What do you think about? Can we afford to play your mind on a movie? He said, Timothy, he said, Timothy, he said, meditate upon these things that your profiting may appear unto all. Sacrifice your thoughts. Those negative thoughts come to your mind. Arrest them and purge them. Find a delete button in your, in your mind and hit it. And tell yourself, I refuse to think like this. All manner of thoughts. Wicked thoughts. Maybe you have wicked thoughts. Especially those of you who are in games, play games and play into one spot or the other. 
wicked thoughts. You wish the enemy evil. You wish your opponents evil. Wicked thoughts. Canal thoughts. Canal thoughts. What kind of thoughts go through your mind? Negative thoughts. Some have negative thoughts. You will only see what is not working. You've trained your mind and your eyes. It's only that which is not working. You, you only see. In fact, you are attracted to the things that are not working. You sacrifice it. The first thing that hits your mind about anyone is negative. And the first thing that hits your mind about any opportunity is negative. Don't sacrifice it. So whatever is pure, whatever is true, whatever is pure, whatever is admirable. So think upon these things. Sacrifice your thoughts. The one God uses must learn to sacrifice his thoughts. In other words, there are certain things that should not fly through your imagination. No. Nothing. But where do we start from? Hebrews 4.16. Hebrews 4.16. It says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We must come before God on a daily basis, every day, because it's not about sinless perfection. No, but on a daily basis, you submit yourself. You submit yourself to the Lord. You first accept the mission and say, I am on the Lord's side. I, I, I choose for the kingdom of God. I choose for the gospel. I put restraint on myself. The man that learns to govern himself enjoys true freedom. Freedom, true freedom, it's your ability to govern yourself. True freedom is the ability to do what? To govern yourself. To put restraint on yourself. To manage yourself. Lord, Lord, if it is possible, let this cup pass over me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Restraint. Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. We were not saying go to the cross here. We're just saying, my, name, my friend, manage yourself. Manage yourself. Govern yourself. Have authority over yourself. Have control over your domain. At home. At work. Don't be a chameleon. Everywhere you find yourself, you just blend in. Ever changing. So no one can figure you out. You are all things to all men. Anyone who is all things to all men has lost himself. I am not all things to all men. Not everyone is my friend. And you don't have to like me. It's okay to be comfortable with not being liked by everybody. Do you understand? That's the meaning of freedom. Who cares what you think? 
And then why do you care so much what others think? Why, why, why do you care so much? Why do you really, what is this need about being liked? And what is this need about being followed? <laughs> Just saying, amen. You know you and I, we are friends, eh? What is this fixation? What's your problem? Relax. Be comfortable in yourself. Live your life. Do Jesus. Stay calm. Follow Jesus. Control yourself. You don't have to be like every other person. No. You don't have to be like every other person. The one God uses must learn to be different. The one God uses must learn to stand out. The one God uses must always have a sense of purpose. That's your fit and it was. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk. Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.